0: everybody, and welcome to the 500 Tabs Podcast. I'm Kava Taharian. And I'm Hannah Hillam, And we are your hosts. hosts. Host Aru. Thanks for coming back and joining us. Uh, we're very excited to continue the story, or I guess I'm excited. I don't know how yeah. excited you are, Hannah, but hopefully you're excited.
1: I got a little bit of excitement going, yeah.
0: Good, good. This is our first ever two-parter that, we, that we're doing, although I guess technically the last episode you were...
1: Mine was you a did rabbit like a,
0: hole. Rabbit hole. It wasn't an official two-parter, but it was like a primer for a two-parter.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, first two-parter. And that's where we are today. And uh, I want to hear. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, let's get going. But now, if we first, we gotta yeah. go
0: check in. Oh, I was gonna tell in. you. So speak so we talked about. I don't remember if it was the last episode or the one before. We talked about the Prince of Persia game and how they dubbed it in Farsi. Remember? Yeah, I was you? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So I downloaded the demo, uh, and I played it the other day, and I was laughing because. They have the cut scenes, right? So the cut yeah. scenes are all in, f- but it was it's unintentional. And I'm not laughing at like the voice performers like, you know, they, they did a good job. It was just this unintended consequence, which is really funny, which something you probably don't know is, is that every immigrant woman from Iran watches Turkish soap operas. Turkish. This is like a huge, huge, huge industry. Yeah. Um, the Turkish soap opera scene is like massive and weird. All I know about sort Turkey close...
1: is that they're good at yeah. plastic surgery, and they yes, have cats. Yes, hair implants.
0: A lot of cats. Yes, oh yeah. cats! A lot of cats. Yeah. I've I've uh, had the Istanbul. pleasure of going to Istanbul. You... it's a beautiful city. Yeah. <gasps> Did you and see there's the cats, cats everywhere? Uh... There's so many cats
1: all They're i want everywhere do. there's a
0: million stray cats that's
1: all i care about
0: yeah but it's anyway. funny because so like everybody in my family and extended family and everybody know i know all watch turkish soap operas and so what they do is they take these turkish soap operas and then they dub them in farsi oh. and then they get distributed originally it was distributed amongst you know in like dvds and stuff but now they sort of all watch them on like weird pirated sites yeah wow so uh, the unintended consequence of prince of persia is, is like they clearly animated it for english And then they had the voice actor speak in Farsi. So you're like, mom? Yeah, literally. So I was like, it's this over the top, like, you know, it's video game cut sequence. It's not like subtle. It's like, that's part of how the games work. So it actually ends up playing like a Turkish soap opera. (laughs) Dubbed in Farsi.
1: (laughs) Dubbed in Farsi. It's incredible. I got to watch a video or something like
0: a. YouTube I took yeah. a video of it I'll send it to yeah, you it's really it funny <laughs> it's, it's um, really funny it was great which which unintentionally ends up being like a more authentic experience
1: exactly I was gonna say isn't that more like <laughs> yes of a Persian experience than just some guy talking like literally yes and animating they, if they hired, the voice like, or the face yes
0: yes yes <laughs> so I and I couldn't tell if I tried to go on IMDb. I didn't try to go on IMDb. I went on IMDb to look <laughs> it up. So I th- I think the actors are maybe reading all the lines in all the different languages. I have no idea. If if anybody oh. who's listening knows, let me know. But I didn't necessarily see one actor playing like the role speaking Farsi versus one speaking the one in Spanish or English or whatever. Oh. So it might be that they're all speaking um, every part.
1: That would be crazy. Which sort of
0: adds to that. but anyway I just thought that was really funny that I was like it's really so bizarre funny. it was it was not what I expected at all and I was like it just tickled me I was like this is the funniest thing ever it's great but that's the only update I have about what we had talked about before um anything um, anything uh any updates from you in terms of any of the tabs or anything that we had I'm discussed looking before? at the
1: notes and it looks like I just wrote sup dork right after Prince of Persia so no yeah <laughs> I saw that I saw that you were writing and so I wrote that and I forgot to delete it so
0: and I didn't even look, notice
1: what's up dork you want to tell hey, me? Hey, how are you? Just
0: uh, so, yeah, you know, so there's, remember that Prince of Persia game I was telling you about before? Yeah,
1: no, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just
0: kidding. No, I really do care. <laughs> I,
1: I, uh, I've only ever watched people play it. Anyway, but yeah, I don't have anything. So,
0: nothing. Okay. Yeah. Well, want to get if, into it? If that's the deal. Let's just get into it. Let's get into part two about the Jonestown, or sorry, Jonestown. <laughs> I did it. I knew that I wasn't Uh-oh. going to, I, I didn't want to do it, but I did do it. The Johnstown flood. Okay. Um, okay, so just to recap, remember, last time, Johnstown is a town in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Here, let me Steel make my town. notes bigger because my eyes are getting weak as I get older. They're weak.
2: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Johnstown's a town in Pennsylvania in 1853. 1853 I'll get mm-hmm. through this, I promise. In mm-hmm. 1853, they complete the South Fork Dam. It's an earth dam with that's made of uh, soil. Remember, it's the giant M&M with the peanut center. The peanut oh, yeah. core, remember that whole thing? You've already forgotten. I love it. Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. No, we'll do it. Te- I'll p- pass the quiz.
0: Okay, good. Uh, it was meant to serve the local canal system, but by the end of the decade, the canal becomes obsolete because railways come to dominate America. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the dam and the surrounding area sort of passes hands for about 25 years because no one really cares anymore. And it's like not a thing (laughs) as much as it used to be until Benjamin Ruff purchases the dam and its surrounding areas in order to create the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club. He makes a bunch of changes to the dam. They're all terrible. They're all meant to like be cool and make it like a nice, you know, hunting and fishing club, but none of it's in service of making the dam useful or fixing it or anything like that it's just all bad idea after bad idea and, and it raises the water ma- level
1: right if i remember correctly like all so the fish the, they pour into the changes
0: it. uh the, they pour the fish into it the the changes that they make don't raise the water level what they do is they oh. lower oh. the uh <clears throat> they lower the edge of the dam remember it was like the edge of the that's bathtub. Right. <laughs> yeah. they lower it so that it could be wider so that carriages can get through
1: that's and,
0: right and they plug, you know, and then there's the guy who, like, stole the copper wires, basically, which was the tubes. <laughs> the guy that they bought it from who wanted to make money, so he sold that for scrap. And they just filled that up. They're like, whatever, we don't need pipes to drain stuff. Just fill it with dirt uh, and rocks. So they do all that. They do a bunch of terrible changes. They put in the fish. They put in the, the, the grill, like, the netting so that the spillway doesn't allow the fish to escape. That's just our quick recap. And Let then the on May 30th, eighteen. Yes, exactly. Like the shower drain, like the hair is all getting caught up in their hair I'm and like, fish. How that's to, what you have to like don't want.
1: Explain this to me in pure metaphor.
0: <laughs> no, it's that's or, how I process it myself. That's so how I was like, as oh, good, I'm reading, okay. this is why it's good to talk to you because I'm like, you and I have similar brains or I'm like, similar, I yeah. don't understand what I'm reading. So I have to simplify. I need
1: it. someone to sp- to be like, here's a simple concept. This is how it is. OK, yes. go on.
0: That's the same way. I'm the same way. And then on May 30th, 1889, two storms converge over Pennsylvania and they dump almost oh, like crazy. 10 inches of rain. Because they had a they had a walk off battle, uh, one from the oh, north, yeah. one from the south, and they just converge and make one giant storm. Okay, so that's that was our that's roughly what we covered. If you guys haven't listened to the episode before this, I would suggest going to do that because I get into all of that and explain sort of all, all that context is important for what ends up happening on this episode. So the story begins on the morning of May thirty first, and Elias Unger, who is the president of the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club, wakes up. And it's the late 1800s, right? So he's probably like when he's like wearing a nightcap, and he's like wearing the and whatever he
1: breathes out, the nightcap tip, like yeah. the tip of the nightcap goes up. Yeah, yeah, goes. Yep, yep. Someone has tuberculosis. It's one of
0: those, someone's got TB. They're coughing in the background. He's wearing mm-hmm. striped pajamas, oh, and yeah. he's like, hmm, 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 "What's going on here?" And he hears sounds outside, and he's he puts on his slippers.
1: Inexplicably British.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean, they're still they're still immigrating back and forth, I guess, at this point. And he mm-hmm. grabs his candlestick holder with like the single <laughs> candle on it and he goes to investigate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like, What's going on here? <laughs> and he go his accent's just gonna change over and over. I don't know what it Please. is. It's gonna go off the wall. So he goes yes. outside and he sees that Lake Kanama is raising rapidly. So this is probably around like 7 AM. And he's like oh, shit, What's this is not good. This is bad. So he throws on some, wool, you know, whatever, wool pants and like a top hat, whatever they were wearing in the 1800s at that point. I don't know. He changes it. Maybe he's still wearing his nightcap. I can't prove it I'm otherwise. I'm picturing
1: him just wearing pants and a top hat. So thank you for the visual.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's all he's wearing.
1: Yeah. So gotta get ready. He's like,
0: look at... Yeah, look at my white chest hairs. They need to know.
1: Ooh. And
0: he runs out... <laughs> Hey, don't, don't knock white chests here. Some of us have started to get them already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond <laughs>
0: to nothing. Just let it be.
1: Well, that makes two of us and,
0: then. Yeah, right. It's true. Uh, so he's like, oh, man, this is bad. He throws on his wool pants and his top hat, wearing nothing else. That's all. And he runs out to sea. And the water levels of the dam are suddenly now within two feet of the top <laughs> of the crest. Not good. This is no. not, not, not good for a gigantic dam like this. If someone were to take like an oversized dump in that, in that dam, in that uh, reservoir, that dump, that dam's just going to dump over and spill everywhere. You're screwed.
1: hmm Dang. I was had, so, I had some plans.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hold it, Hannah. Gotta hold it.
1: I can only do it when it's outside in on unstable infrastructure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, that's how I, that's how I, yeah.
0: If that's the only way you can relax, mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to dump it shame. Is. So <laughs> Unger realizes the danger. This is not like your typical, you know, cause like stuff's happened before over the years, right? Like there, there have been some like water increases. There's been some sort of like threats of something maybe going poorly, but this is clearly different. That mm-hmm. storm has just dumped so much water. It's dumped, right? You want to laugh at the word dump, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's dumped water. (laughs) Don't forget, uh, of course, all the debris that has now gathered at the end of of the dam as well, because all these different sources of uh, from the streams and stuff have dumped like broken trees and boulders and stuff on the other side. So he's like, oh, shit, this is bad. So he goes and he grabs a bunch of dudes from around the club who work there to help uh, unclog the spillway because the spillway had become obstructed by all the debris. So it's Hair. He said,
1: "Why is it hair? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. It's always
0: hair, right? It's hair from like the shower debris.
1: Just a ton of hair.
0: Too much hair. He's like, all of our wives have been showering. There's too much hair in the spillway. It's blocked. We need to unclog this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the club's not really in season right now, so there's not that many people there. So he's he's just grabbing whoever he can that happens to be on the grounds. And um, you know, Rockefeller's not there to help, (laughs) Lyndon." (laughs) he's off doing like businessy railroad stuff or whatever exploiting. (laughs) And so exploit. Yeah. He's like, I got to exploit. I don't have time for this right now. So (laughs) they got to grab what they can. One of the people that they grab is this guy named John park. Now John park is this 22 year old kid that the club had hired to help with like some sewage drainage, something or other project. And, uh, he at that point, he had only had three years of work experience and no degree. But <laughs> this was consistent with the with the laws of the time that he had right. studied several civil engineering for three times at the University of Pennsylvania. Sorry, three years at the University of Pennsylvania. So that qualified him to practice engineering. You can't fault them for that. That was just sort of what it you was. You could at the do
1: time. anything back then. You could walk you in could and do, do it. Like, I'm okay. a doctor.
0: <laughs> Snake oil or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not here to actually. I'm not here to lock, I'm not here to knock on John Park. So despite being a young blood, John Park had a lot of helpful observations. He kind of was able to assess what was going on in a way that was um uh, that lined up with contemporary understandings of damming and overtopping failures and all that. He yeah. noted that Lake Connemaw was now roughly 7.4 feet deeper than usual. He also, remember, because there's way more water in it than usual, yeah. he, he noted that uh, he also observed that the overtopping depth of the lake water pouring over the dam was roughly one foot deep and was concentrated at the sag in the center of the dam, which is the weakest part. Mm. And lastly, Park noticed that the water was steadily forming rills and gullies in the downstream face of the structure. What that means, basically, remember, it's a triangle and the water oh, right. that's being held is on the right side of it, and on the left side of it is that's what he's talking about. so it's sort of forming these little streams that are coming down. So what that means is that the water is consistently starting to pour over it. Oh, okay. We now refer to this formation as surface detachment. This is a shout out to all you engineers and people who understand understand dams much better than I do. Or uh, like and it typically me, who represents
1: being my body. you're no, you're an engineer. I remember you had
0: three years to <laughs>
1: I was talking about mental, (laughs) Mental (laughs) emotional detachment for engineering.
0: Yeah. I remember three years, so you can practice it now. (laughs) Hmm. So surface detachment typically represents the first phase of overtopping failure on dams. Okay. So what that means is, is that the crucial thing that you have to do at this stage is to get water out of the lake to prevent it from spilling over the center because the center of the dam is where it's structurally weakest. Much like middle-aged men who no longer have a core muscle. <laughs> now we all get bellies. That's what dams, that's how dams are. It's the that's core. The center are. is what's so really going to screw you over. Yeah. Are you
1: just going to like explode one day or something? If we're I might start you to spilling over.
0: Yes. All my fluids in my body might start just coming over the middle of me because I didn't do enough sit-ups.
1: You'll <laughs> get on it.
0: I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, So, most of the workers remained on top of the dam, plowing earth to raise the crest above the water. So, again, the visual here is you're in the bathtub, the bathtub's overflowing, so you start grabbing stuff to put on the side of the bathtub so that the water doesn't pour over it. Some are plowing earth to raise the crest above the water, while others try to pile mud and rock on the face to save the eroding wall. So, they're sliding on the other side of the triangle, right, the one that faces away from the water, and they're trying to patch it with whatever. And they're frantically doing this, and they're scrambling, and shit's getting real, and somebody in this group is like, hey, you know what we could do is we could raise the steel net on the spillway. you know where all the hair had gathered from all the showering from before. <laughs> and
1: by hair, he means wood and trees, yes, and leaves, trees, and- <laughs> boulders,
0: all that kind of <laughs> stuff.
1: Want to make sure everyone's clear.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, there's probably hair there as well. You never know. People go swimming in that lake.
1: That's true.
0: And Unger was like, and lose the fish. Absolutely not. That's <gasps> no. not appropriate. We're not gonna do that.
1: <laughs> oh, gotta no. support gotta, gotta
0: protect your investments. Oh, yeah. So the water keeps rising and the men keep scrambling, and it's 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 not good. It's just this is clearly a shit show. So eventually it sinks in, and Unger is like, we this could end very poorly. So we need to prepare for the worst. and we need to warn all the towns and, and villages and stuff around the area so wow. he he grabs Park right he grabs the young kid and he says you need to grab your fastest horse and you need to go warn people so naturally Park goes and he finds Shadowfax yeah, <laughs> and he's like show me, show me show the, meaning the meaning of, of haste
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh... Oh, I know yeah. that Lord of the Rings is what you kept thinking of with the last one. So I tried to put as many references into here as I could.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you.
0: So he tells Shadowfax to show him the meaning of haste. <laughs> and they go to the nearby town of South Fork to send warnings to Johnstown. And right, he rides there and Park gets there. He's scrambling. He's been trying to like move dirt and like assess all this stuff all morning. He's tired. He's he's just like out of his mind. And uh he sees a bunch of people in town. Poor and guy. at this point, yeah he's just he's trying to do the best he can i honestly i feel for this kid he's like yeah he, he was responsible and and you know in the stuff that you read later he's like he he clearly feels like he was responsible for it and <gasps> you go on to find that like none of this is his fault uh, he's just this kid who tries So be be nice to young people young people are they're trying their hardest this kid is very much like of that elk Aww. so he goes into south fork and he sees a little crowd and he's like dude, uh, the the dam is like overflowing. It's freaking out. We don't know what's going to happen. You guys need to telegraph, you know, you need to telegraph Johnstown. You need to let everybody in the area know that this thing could go, something could go horribly wrong. And we need to either get to higher ground, do whatever you can. And he doesn't know where the telegraph office is, even though that's what Unger had sent him to do. So he just sort of grabs a couple of guys there. And he's like, listen, you and you, please go to the telegraph office and tell them to you know, send a telegram down to Johnstown and warn them. And then he just sort of wow. like turns around and goes back. They did and it, right? The two people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not immediately, it seems okay. like. Because <laughs> uh, remember, the theme of this is everybody in this area and everybody in this town and everybody in this sort of vicinity is kind of like, okay, we've seen floods before. we've oh, We've right. experienced this kind of stuff before. Don't be, you know, the sky's not falling. This isn't, It's it was like a little bit of like a chicken little situation where everybody sort of blows it off. They still do it. They're just not like running with the urgency of what um, Park had sort of insisted on. It what? does eventually get there. But so what you'll learn throughout the story is that this game of telephone becomes more and more infuriating as it goes down the line. Park hops back on Shadow Facts. <laughs> he shows him the meaning of haste again. <laughs> and he runs back to the dam. And by the time that he's gone to the gone to warn everybody and come back, Unger's changed his mind, thankfully. And he's like, oh, okay. OK, forget it. We got to we got to ch- take out the fish screens. There's there's no way around this. He's relented. And so they're like, cool. And, you know, all the dudes get to work. They I don't know. They get like a bunch of screws, whatever. I don't exactly know what they're doing at this time, but they're basically doing their best to take this filter out so that the water can pour out through the spillway. But now the screens are so jammed by the water and the mm-hmm. debris that it's not even possible. They waited too long. It's too late.
1: They can't get him out.
0: They can't get him out. They can't get it out. Wow. But there's good news here. The fish are still in the lake.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> thank goodness. I can breathe easy. That's what I was worried about. All I care about is those and fish.
0: Park also noticed that the lake had officially begun overtopping officially, the dam. Officially. During his, officially. 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 Ex-
1: <laughs> Sorry, I had to a yell fish. interrupt and yell at you.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. Officially, I could have missed I could have missed that dad joke and I would have kicked myself forever about it. Wow. And so it's officially overtap. Oh sorry, overtopping. And he looks around and he starts making a bunch of calculations and he's like, Nope, 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 nope. This is this is not happening. This is not happening. This is this is done so. This is this is, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. This is it's gonna happen. And so he concludes from his observations that, that the lake had reached its peak depth and is going to start falling. Oh! So at around 1.30 p.m., the writing's on the wall, and he's like, dude, this is done. It's going to happen. There's nothing we can do. So Unger orders all of his men to fall back to high ground on both sides of the, of the dam, and they couldn't do anything but just sort of watch and wait. Watch? They just had to, like, prepare for it. So... During the day in Johnstown, meanwhile, at the bottom of the hill, the situation had worsened and the water levels rose to as high as like 10 feet in the streets. Remember? Oh so my- the, the flood had just <laughs> already come because of the rain, not even from the dam yet. Wow. And people were like trapped in their houses and they're just sort of like, uh, this is kind of like not great. Like this is kind of like the worst thing we've ever seen. They uh. have their own problems. They're just dealing with what they can. And sort of no one's really paying attention to the warnings coming from the telegraph telegraph operator. Like I said, they had had a few scares like years before, and they just sort of for like eh. I think there was one that they said that had allegedly almost happened in like 1891 or two, and nothing came of it. Right. So they were just kind of like, mm, it's okay. It's like, like we're.
1: It's like people in Florida. Like when I was, <laughs> when I've was... sorry, I'll I'll, I'll make no, no, this make ahead. sense. Um, Florida, like I was in Orlando. The only time I've ever been to Florida, it was I got caught in a hurricane, Hurricane Matthew. And Seriously? everyone, oh yeah. I was in oh, Harry wow. Potter or the Harry Potter world and the winds were like, <laughs> like whipping my hair around. And I just like. That's I God go to telling
0: Wars. you that you're engaging in witchcraft and punishing you. <laughs>
1: you're right. I caused Hurricane Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I was like, so we really quick. Sorry, it's a side story. Um, no, no, no. Go ahead. We go to Walmart because, of course, it's the biggest the place nearest and everyone's in there buying guns. All the guns <laughs> are sold out. All the candles are so out. Shoot ex- <laughs> the
0: hurricane! What are you going to do?
1: <laughs> First of all, Walmart had a full-on gun section, and yep. they were all gone. And then people were just like, "Yep, yeah, just going to stay. I'm going to stay." And it's like no one. You hear about these like people. They're like every, the, the governor's like, "Please leave," and no one leaves because they're like, "Well, no it's just leaving. like last time." But then you yeah. get every once in you a while you get to a it. hurricane Andrew, and it destroys everything. But yeah, that's just what this yeah. is reminding me of. Of like, well, we've done this before. Let's worry about our own issues. And yeah, ignore exactly. the telegraphs.
0: It's, ignore the telegraphs. And so finally at around 3 p.m., Lake Kanemaw finally breaches the dam and sends approximately 3.8 billion gallons of water what? <laughs> racing down the valley. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I can't it's, comprehend. It's,
0: I can't comprehend it either. Uh, it sends it down the valley towards <laughs> South Fork, East Kanemaw, and eventually Johnstown.
1: How fast so, is it moving? Do you know?
0: I'll tell you. So, oh, yeah, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So the water rushed forth. This is where. It, OK, so from here on out, this is just going to be like worse and worse. Okay. So I'm the, ready. The water rushed forth at an estimated four thousand, four hundred twenty-four thousand cubic feet per second, <gasps> which is similar to someone turning on Niagara Falls to <gasps> spill into the valley for 36 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no
0: okay yes okay that's so horrible it took it's it took a little bit over an hour for the entire lake to drain into the valley Ooh, which is an okay. astounding average rate at about eight inches per minute so just this is what i kept thinking of is like wow. when you fill up a tub
2: mm-hmm. and like
0: you know whatever you take your bath and then you you flip the thing to so like let the water go out it feels like it takes forever yeah. Right. Like it's I'm always surprised by how slow water goes down when it's just like going through this little pipe. When, eight yeah. inches a minute. Eight inches a minute. And this is like this, what do I say? Like almost four billion gallons of water. Oh so this gosh. thing is just like a bat out of hell, flying.
1: <laughs> imagine looking over and seeing that come at you.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, you're not gonna have to imagine. I'm gonna explain okay. what people experienced.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: it comes barreling oh. down, barreling down. <laughs> And it's filled with all this debris, oh, and right. it's not coming down like sort of smoothly. It's filled with all this different stuff, and the waves are sort of like cresting and breaking on itself, and it's sort of doing this like loop de loopy, spinny thing. <laughs> At times, it gets up to forty feet high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not
1: laughing because it's funny.
0: No, it's <laughs> this is all going to be laughter from just extreme discomfort. This is insane. I, I get it. Yeah, it gets insane. So. <laughs> First, it hit South, For- South Fork, which is where uh, Park had gone, remember, with Shadow Facts to right, warn him right. to send the telegraph. Thankfully, the people in South Fork more or less took the warning seriously. Not, Not every single person, but a lot of them basically just like went to higher ground and got the hell out of there. A couple of people didn't make it, unfortunately, but the majority of the town was okay. And it just poof, plows through it. And what does it do? It takes... Trees, houses, everything. <laughs> this whole thing houses. now is part of this. Yeah, whole houses. This thing is now these are all part of this this uh this tsunami that's coming down. Mm. And so it just psh, straight it's almost like a train just blowing through it, right? <laughs> and it keeps going and until it reaches the Kanama viaduct, which was a railroad bridge about 75 feet high. And this <gasps> thing's a viaduct, so it's got like these arches, right? So yeah. it just plows into that
1: takes out the arches
0: right so no for for a second the arches actually stop the water because it acts as like a blocker because there's think about it so there's water there's all this debris within the water and then it all just (gasps) gets sort of log jammed into the arches and for a second it's like okay phew cool like this thing slowed down but actually no that's not what happens what it does is is that it functions kind of like Almost like, you know, when we had toy cars where you'd pull them back and then let yeah. them go. Oh no! It's like, it, what it does is like it, it increases <laughs> the velocity of everything. Okay. And at the center of this, of this arc, uh, of this, uh, sorry, of this arch <laughs> with all the debris, it turns into like this Katamari ball f- from hell. <laughs> so it's now collecting like houses and trees and boulders. And it just becomes <laughs> like this giant insane ball of, of death. And eventually, it's probably about like five to seven minutes that it's chill in there. It just Whoa. explodes. Oh, no. Yeah. It explodes. The I entire, don't want so to die this way. The archway is gone. I don't want to no, die this way. I absolutely I don't, don't want to die this way. I don't want to be
1: buried in water and debris putting it out yeah. there.
0: So it basically just adds more force to it because <laughs> it had to hold back for a minute. And it just, boom, explodes. So now the ball has a, this like concentrated <laughs> it's it's got like the center of gravity of of nonsense that it's grabbing again remember katamari did you ever play katamari no oh okay but you are you familiar with the game it's the one where you're like the alien rolling up the ball and it just gathers a bunch of different oh, stuff yeah. it's like this yeah, yeah, magnetic yeah. ball it's yes. really fun it's a fantastic game so this is like katamari but horrific death and <laughs> <laughs> death and it bursts and so it keeps going down And it hits a few villages on its way down, right? So remember, Johnstown is the biggest one. But um, there's a couple of little villages, a couple of little towns. It takes out this train. So at one point, there's like a train yard. And some train conductor is like, oh, shit, what is going on? There's like, he sees the tsunami. So he like slams the train into reverse. And he's like, honk, honk, like trying to warn people. But nope, that thing just gets swept into it. Everybody dies. Everybody's in the flood. Everybody's trapped in it. Now it has train parts. It's got like train cars. (laughs) It's got like train tracks. Okay. And it keeps going. And the last stop before it gets to Johnstown is, remember the Cambria Iron Company, the steel mill?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) More debris. It
0: It hits the steel mill and... Of course, the steel mill has all kinds of crazy steel-based stuff that they're making, but <laughs> <laughs> this is this is truly where it gets horrific.
1: This guess is what where... else they're
0: making in the area? This is where. Guess what else they're making there at the time? What? Miles and miles and miles of barbed wire.
1: No! <laughs> <laughs> no! Are you
0: serious? I swear to God. This. Is... So now... This is a all cartoon. This shit.
1: Yes, yes. It's like all they this hit the, a- the Acme company and there's like bombs yes, and Yes, literally, literally, yeah, it's
0: straight up, yeah. This is straight up like an old Chuck Jones cartoon. <laughs> so it hits the steel mill company and all this debris is now covered in barbed wire. Barbed wire. <laughs> okay. So then there's like trees, boulders. Railroad tracks, train cars, a train conductor, dead bodies, houses, (laughs) all wrapped in barbed barbed wire, going at 40 miles an hour (laughs) towards a town of 30,000 people. Wow. I mean, Uh. I couldn't write this in terms of how horrific this is. Mm, No. No, no. And so... It takes about an hour from the time yeah. the dam breaks to get down to the to, don't, to Jonestown. So at around Johnstown. 4 p.m. I'm sorry, Johnstown. Yes, I keep screwing this up. At around 4 p.m. it hits Johnstown. And, you know, I could get into all... Believe me, I read a lot about this. I don't really want to get into so, sort of like how horrific it is when it hits them. Yeah. Because it's just not fun. It's just not no. fun. It's just... It's basically like whatever your imagination is thinking it's that bad, but probably worse. Mm. And the entire town is just gone within about 10 minutes.
1: 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. And don't forget, people are caught off guard. They're all like, there was a different flood. Some of them were trapped in their houses. Some of them were just trying to like, they're like, what? So most people are just like, they turn their head to see like what's going on and then they're gone. (gasps) Drowning, getting crushed by houses so oh. many of them get caught in barbed wire <laughs> it's just horrific um, i hate this <laughs> yeah it's it's so awful it's so awful and the water just keeps going crashing down and it hits these hills that surround the town so okay so then so basically there's there's one swipe where it comes and it knocks everything out it like basically yeah. clears most of the town but some of this town is still standing and then the water hits like the hills that are around the town and it just bounces back. No. <laughs> and then it does like a second pass. A backward surge. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It gets it's so bad.
1: No, I can't I try not to laugh because that's all I can do right now.
0: No, I understand. Like like I said, when I was reading this, it's it's the just so you guys it's, know, it's it's not the laughter at the death, it's the laughter no. from the extreme discomfort at how horrific it is. And we <laughs> don't we don't world? know how else to react to it. Yeah.
1: The fact that it's like a cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> And eventually it hits the stone wa- the stone railway bridge that's at the end of town, uh, which is another kind of like arched railway bridge that has trains go over it. Okay. And that acts as another blocker. but thankfully that actually manages to split it into like three different uh, streams. Oh, good. Um, which unfortunately spreads it across and just dra- and like floods three different parts of the town. but at <laughs> least like the main gigantic you know tsunami is broken up. Right, much like how Steve Jobs says, right? You're like, oh, and one more thing. (laughs) Okay. Remember the Katamari Ball, right? Mm -hmm. The Katamari Ball of debris, and at this point, barbed wire, dead bodies, houses, all that stuff. You're the Steve Jobs of
1: podcasting, by the way.
0: uh, That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I'll wear my
0: my mock turtleneck next time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Anyway, so that debris ball has gotten lodged into this bridge. It stopped, thankfully. But the last stop that it hit was all the people in Johnstown, right? Oh, okay. No, no. Uh, They're probably, I don't doubt that some orphanage got ruined. So it hit the people of Johnstown. Don't forget, the people of Johnstown have been trapped in their houses for the past day or so because of the floods. And it's cold. So what does that mean? They all had open flame furnaces on, heaters, (gasps) stoves, and lamps. They were all running. So (laughs) you can see where this is going. Yeah. So this pile of debris with trees (laughs) and houses and and all this wood meets all these furnaces and heaters and stoves and lamps. And what do you got? (laughs) You got a burning inferno wrapped in barbed wire. (laughs) Uh, unbelievable it's unbelievable uh, unbelievable how
1: how did it get worse how (laughs) that's insane
0: the fire (laughs) the fire rages for almost three days straight what yeah it's a three-day fire and Separate from all the deaths that happened 80 people just died from the fires. That's oh. the, not even from the flood But just from big people who <laughs> were like had somehow managed to like avoid the flood part of it all caught fire like, and died
1: yeah. Nope. yeah,
0: they're like, oh I made it done dead Wow, thankfully that's that's the end of that sort of horrific awful death. It wasn't
1: part. too bad
0: <laughs> Yeah, right <laughs> very low-key so the town's done. And on June 1st, that's when the town officially begins the recovery process. So the final death toll, including the fire and everything, was 2,209 people.
1: That's so um, many. How, how many were in the town a again?
0: A uh, total. I think th- it was like somewhere between like twenty to 30,000 people were in the okay. town.
1: Wow, that's like 2% of the population. Well, yeah. Wow. Something like that.
0: Yeah. I'm going to so pretend like I It's know. all... I think it was 10%, but Aww.
2: 99
0: entire families are wiped out. No. Meaning like mom, dad, children, entire lineage, oh. like bloodlines, just gone, gone. Wow. Everybody in the town, every single person in the town had at least one person that died. So nobody wow. was unaffected. Every single person had somebody in their lives that they lost.
1: Oh, sad.
0: Bodies turned up as far as 600 miles away in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of the flood okay. because the water was just yeah. like Bleh! and <laughs> and we're found as late as 1911.
1: what so it's like, like 20 yeah, years
0: <laughs> yeah 20 years later
1: we got another that was one the force of
0: this thing yeah they're like uh and you know wow. there's no railways there's no roads there's no food and perhaps most tragically ironic there's no water because everything's been oh. you know Soiled by all this insane dirt and feces and dead bodies and dead animals, like they can't even drink water. It's so bad. It's so bad. That
1: made bad. me want to puke <laughs> the yeah. combination.
0: It's gross. So and what do so they do? Here's the part that's probably the worst for the club. There's no record a record of what happened to all the fish that they tried oh, so hard to save. So what? it's presumable that they all died as well. Unfortunately.
1: How did it get you worse? <laughs>
0: So very quickly, though, help starts to pour in. Everybody in America is like basically like us. They're traumatized. They're like they can't even like wrap their heads around how insane this is.
1: They're all looking at the dams in their towns being like. "Uh." Yeah,
0: they're like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Maybe
1: we should do something.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, you know, there's this huge relief effort. They fix the railways as quickly as they can so they can start bringing in food and water and support. Um, volunteers just start pouring in. Oh. Fun fact, including Clara Burton of the American Red Cross. Really? Which, yeah. So she had just founded the Red Cross, because yeah. sorry, the American wing of the Red Cross, like a couple years earlier.
2: Oh, she's but awesome.
0: It had been sort of smaller. So this actually marks like the first significant disaster that Clara Burton and the Red Cross had responded to, Whoa. and sort of cements them as the big force mm-hmm. that they went on to be known for. Wow. This was it. This is like their coming out party kind of. Uh Clara Burton, she remained there specifically for about five months working nonstop herself.
1: She's amazing. I have a tab open yeah. about her because I was I was thinking gonna say that would be an it. interesting
0: one to go. Yeah, I'd be interested in knowing more about <laughs> it's on my like, short her list. whole life. Maybe maybe that's one that can be a derivative of this. Maybe. And once the final flood water had dissipated and gone, they were left about they were left with about 30 acres of debris and some of it went up to 70 feet tall. No. (laughs) And remember, this isn't just debris that they can... First of all, they don't have like excavators and like construction work stuff that they could just come and like get rid of it. And it's all like trees and like broken houses all covered in barbed wire. It's not like stuff that you could... Yeah, it's, 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 it's so bad. They can't just go pick it out. So... One of the things they had to do was hire like a demolitions expert <laughs> to clear some of these gigantic piles because it was so unsafe. Wow. It took them months, months and months and months to get rid of just the debris. Forget the fact that it took them how long it took them to actually like rebuild the town.
1: Well, they rebuilt then.
0: And yeah, people around the world were moved by the tragedy and they collectively sent millions of dollars in donations. Their hearts opened up. Aww. you know, everyone's kind of rallying together. They're doing the best that they can. You know who didn't? really do that, didn't really get too into the support thing.
2: Who? Rudy Giuliani. The
0: the Rudy Giuliani, he was too busy eating pizza. Yeah. Uh, The wealthy club owners, the members of the club, some of the richest human beings on the planet, on the planet. What, they just like disappeared, left? They donated like a couple thousand dollars and like a thousand blankets, and that's it. They they might as well have been tossing like rolls of paper towels at them. Essentially, they're exactly. just like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, I didn't get rich by complaining. I got rich by having my being daddy born. do it and exploiting <laughs> people. Yeah, by being bored. <laughs>
1: by being a Rockefeller, that's horrible.
0: It's horrific. Yeah, it, I'm it's really glad people have changed. Yeah,
1: I'm so glad they learned from their that lesson. They learned their lesson.
0: Uh, so naturally, but thankfully, public opinion is like, oh, no, these people need to die. Like, these people are <laughs> awful. <laughs> people are pissed. Well, yeah. You know, they can't they can't control it the way that they could. Like, let's say, like, you know, maybe 50 years later when they start buying up newspapers and stuff. Right. Um And calls for justice against the South Fork Hunting and Fishing Club get like crazy. People are like, they start to rally around each other because they're like, these people are clearly victims of the negligence of this club. Yeah. And the press is there and they're just writing all these reports about Ruff. Remember, Ruff was the guy who was the one who bought the club. Um, He's actually, remember from the time that he built, he bought the club and, and, um, Made all these changes to the time this flood happens he's since passed away he died like i think about two years before this
1: oh okay wow
0: because uh, uh, he's an older guy so he's not even there to be you know liable for it or culpable but everybody is like dude this is clearly like this is obvious that what happened here they, everybody sort of understands it and like i said the press is doing all these reports everyone's like rough screwed this up uh, and all these locals who lived in Johnstown, remember, like I said, so like nobody was actually like very few people were members of that club because they couldn't afford it, right? And they were sort of like looked down upon from this like ivory tower like douche fest from up there. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we'll talk to anybody. We don't care. Like we screw hate those these guys. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like war. And um, public sentiment is like united. Like everyone hates the club. Everyone hates rough. Everyone hates these people. And it's again, it didn't help them that the club is basically like, mm, we'll give you like a thousand dollars and some blankets. So it's like people are unified Insulting. heads need to roll. Yeah. And all the people in the town, a lot of the people, I should say all the people, a lot of people in the town start filing lawsuits. So they're like, we need to bond together and like basically hold these people responsible and sue them. And because they've lost everything, they have nothing, right. they have nothing left, nothing is wow. nothing is there. So many people. Somebody. At least one person died. In some cases, everybody in their family. So heads need to roll. Aww. Meanwhile, the American Society of Civil Engineers is like, uh, we need to investigate because that's oh, that's like the scientific body that's going to come in and sort of and write a paper that's going to prove what happened, or prove right. why what happened happened. Because you know they want to help out, and they commission a report. And they send like their top dudes like these are some of like the top minds of, you know, uh, civil engineering and and like damn people and like hydrologists and all this stuff. Like uh, these are like the guys who know what's up. And they write this report and the report uh, concluded that amongst other things to save money, the state of Pennsylvania failed to include a masonry heart wall in the middle of the dam. So what that means is that their M&M didn't have a peanut center
1: <laughs> <laughs> so dumb wow they didn't put
0: the peanut in there man they sc- they scrimped on that and they didn't had put the they damn put that peanut in there in. they didn't put the damn peanut in it's a damn mess. Had they put that in there, it would have provided a vertical structural support for earth and riprap to be built around. Built Riprap is like bigger rocks that they put on the outside wall. To sort of, it's like a lining. Riprap is what it's called. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it sounds like an old white lady remembering, trying to remember yeah. what rap is called. Riprap.
0: <laughs> this hip hop and riprap. Uh, the ASCE also reported that um, the South Fork Hunting and Fishing Club were also at fault because of the unprofessional quality of the work it commissioned, which quote materially diminished the security of the dam. Well, yeah. So everyone's like, "Great, uh, like shit's gonna go down, right?"
1: No, no. it it went it's, down.
0: It, it's not. No, no, it didn't go down.
1: Nothing happened.
0: Despite those, f- despite those findings, <laughs> the report came came to the conclusion that the dam would have eventually failed on its own, despite the breadth of unprofessional work the club <gasps> had undertaken.
1: Who paid for that? Quote. Somebody
0: Mhm, mhm. For was it? for people who aren't watching the video I'm tapping my nose. He is tapping uh, it. Quote, the breach occurred a little earlier in the day on account of the changes, but disaster would have happened either way given a storm of appropriate size just like the one that rolled through central Pennsylvania on May 31st 1888 1889. And wow. everybody's like, dude, excuse me, what? No. False, incorrect, (laughs) fake news. Fake news. Doesn't make any sense. And so when the report failed to assign fault for the dam breaking, it shielded the state of Pennsylvania and the South Fork Hunting and Fishing Club against lawsuits. What? So flood survivors never received compensation (gasps) for the tragedy. Nobody got money. Nothing happened. They just got away with it. I'm
1: speechless.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So terrible. And sadly, that's where their story sort of just ends.
2: Huh. There's like okay. that's it.
0: <laughs> There's no like people didn't come in and like fix it. They just were like sorry, eat shit. Like your half <laughs> your family's dead. Whatever. Again,
1: I'm so glad we've learned. You know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, there are a couple of fun postscripts to this story.
1: Yeah. Fun. Okay.
0: Okay. So there, everyone's pissed about this, but like I said, public opinion is 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 very much in favor of this. So. As word of this justice and spread, it led to the push for stricter, for strict liability laws. Oh, good. Um, I was going to go. I decided that like I had spent way too much time and way too many tabs on this. So I wasn't going to try and understand the law. Yeah, no. (laughs) To the extent that I could, because I was like, I've already become a damn expert. I can't be a law (laughs) expert as well. (laughs) But the short version of it is strict liability laws exist when a defendant is liable for committing an action, regardless of what it is of what his or slash her intent or mental state was committing when committing the action. So basically up until that point, if they couldn't prove you had deliberately screwed up like in an email or something, they couldn't charge you with anything. So oh. in this case, regardless of whether or not the club had like deliberately like known and make, were making a mistake and screwing it up. They couldn't, um, charge them with uh, they couldn't like hold them liable but essentially laws changed after that where they were like it doesn't matter you own that dam right and whether or not like you think you're doing a good job you are liable for this and you will have to pay out even if you
1: the second you bought it
0: exactly yeah because it's yours so basically overall throughout the land that happened as a result or I shouldn't say like directly, but like basically it inspired everybody to be like, we need these laws don't work like this is terrible. This is horrific. Good. So people kind of rallied together. Um, I couldn't. Again, I, I didn't really want to go too far into it, but there might be some sort of like Supreme Court case or something, but I couldn't find it just within my sort of cursory understanding of this.
1: Yeah. A fun Damn. little story is the,
0: the official. There's two more little little postscripts. The official number had long of deaths had been 2209. Right. Yeah. But. In the year 1900, a man named Leroy Temple came to visit his old friend in Johnstown. So it's about 10 years later. He came from Beverly, Massachusetts. This was a guy who used to live there. He was caught in the debris, carried all the way down to the stone bridge, which is where the enormous fields of uh, debris were. And he had managed to grab a suspended rail and pulled himself out of the debris. And he was badly injured, but recovered enough in several weeks and was tra- when train travel was established, he just was like cool.
1: He just so left? he took his
0: family and moved. To- <laughs> he took his family and moved to Beverly, Massachusetts. <laughs> but I guess nobody really knew.
1: <laughs> That's
0: um, amazing. Yeah, so he worked as a teamster and a furniture mover until his death in 1913. So the official death count <laughs> <went> <laughs> was down? lowered to 2,208 <laughs> because Leroy Temple did survive and he came back to visit.
1: Wow. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like those people who went like purposefully disappeared after 9-11. You oh, I don't
0: know much tab? about that. Oh,
1: um,
0: I'll save that mm, then. Okay. Okay. The people yeah, who use
1: disasters one. who are like on the verge of ditching their life and then a disaster happens and they're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. yeah time to go start fun. a family
0: two towns over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> Yep. Uh, cool. I mean, not then, cool. That was horrible.
0: Not cool. No, I mean, like that, that was like a nice little thing for him. But yeah, lastly, this is the last point I'll make. So, Neil Coleman is a professor in the Department of Energy and Earth Resources at the University of Pittsburgh in jo- in Johnstown. This dude grew up there. Whoa. This is now, by the way. This is this is modern times. Okay. So he learned of the flood growing up in Pennsylvania. It's a thing that people all talk about and they all know about. And he's got extensive hydrological experience as a geophysicist and intuitively understands the entire area around oh. you know, the Conoma River and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, listen. This 1891 ASCE report is like very suspect to me. This does not add up. I don't understand what this deal is. So uh, the investigating committee didn't acknowledge, for example, that they had lowered the crest of the dam, remember, like to make it for carriages. And he was like, why didn't he's like, these are some of the these would have been some of the top minds in civil engineering at the time. Why would they not have that in there? And so he's basically like. So the quote he says is, seeing the report made by some of the most prominent engineers of the day and the things they overlooked made no sense. So he began to study the hydrology of the disaster in an attempt to comprehend how they came to the conclusions. So he assembles, like, so Coleman, he assembles yeah. like this Ocean's Eleven of, like, <laughs> dam and hydrologist nerds. Awesome. And he, yeah, it's really cool, actually. And, like, he conducts an on-the-ground research of the, uh, of the remains of the dam. They like compile newspaper articles, help wanted ads, worker and survivor testimonies, and even the journals of the original builders. And they sort of try to reconstruct all the conditions that the uh, of the dam on the day that it collapsed. And again, there's a bunch of stuff that people have written about this. I do not understand it. But long story short, they did a bunch of crazy smart nerd tests.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Um, I don't mean that in a pejorative way. I mean that in like a, I don't understand what you guys are talking about, but I'm glad that you people exist and are doing this way.
1: (laughs) So I can draw my little comics in a world that won't collapse. So I
0: don't (laughs) die when I drive over a dam or get swallowed by a flood. And the team published their research in 2013 and 2016 in a series of papers. So ultimately, as opposed to the ASCE's conclusions published in 1891, Coleman and company found the dam would have survived hydrologically uh, had it Mm -hmm. not been for the repairs commissioned by the club.
2: Ah. So they go
0: on to say, even if extremely high lake inflows had continued unabated, overtopping of the dam at its original design height would have been averted for around 14 hours. In the absence of alternate failure mechanisms such as piping, the dam would have been preserved because lake inflows would have substantially diminished during the afternoon and evening so this is the crazy part their calculations found that adding three feet to the dam's crest basically bring on the edge of the bathtub yeah, yeah, yeah. basically bringing it to the original height before the club built the carriage paths across it would have allowed it to store an additional 1.6 million square meters of water without overt- overtopping wow so yeah so yeah, basically the carriage is what ruined it. The carriage path. So All the stupid. other stuff was screwed up too. It didn't help. But like, that was sort of like the icing on the cake. Just We want a <laughs> and carriage he's like, road. Yeah. And so he starts looking at it and he's like looking at the, at the, at the paper. And he's just like, you know, I don't doubt that the investigators carried out the work using the best methods available at the time. Um, but the team's research started to show rounds of anonymous edits. And repeated delays in Hmm. publication that seemed to minimize the club's responsibility and report the findings to the public only after some of the anger about the disaster had subsided. So he's like, long story short, the report has parts that don't look consistent. Doctored. And there's reports. Yeah. And it it also kept getting delayed, potentially potentially because they thought that like uh, public opinion would sort of like, you know, the public outrage would die down and would subside. It didn't. And of course, the team noted that the social connections between members of the ASCE and the South Fork Club likely influenced the conclusions the commission had reached. So the fact that it contains, and this is his last quote, he says, the fact that it contains so many important omissions tells me that someone edited stuff out of this report. Wow. All I can go by is the science and engineering in the report and the things that are missing just don't make sense.
1: I wonder who did. Coincidence?
0: (laughs) I think not.
1: (laughs) Definitely not so somebody wow that's that's horrible i think that probably happened all the time
0: oh yeah yeah very much it happens a lot but they can scientifically prove that they're like yeah no this is a bunch of bullshit like that was clearly the reason for it
1: wow well that's a a nice like closure for that though at least we have some answer of like oh yeah we have some
0: answers yeah these people
1: should not have made a road where they shouldn't have made a road and yeah shouldn't have filled put a bunch of fish in there even though the fish are cute yeah which was the reason remember it
0: (laughs) it it was not none of this is like oh it's different times and they didn't know it's like no they knew better they They all knew better they knew We've... better. They were warned. People told them about it. The people who worked at the club told them about it. The people who were like yeah. members of the, somebody from the club. I remember Neckbeard was like, dude, this is this is a bad idea. They That's just didn't right. give a shit.
1: Wow. No. I feel like yeah. I was taken on a big ride. I say that every episode, but this time I, I mean it. <laughs> I'm like tired. With covered
0: in barbed wire <laughs> and like... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I should have split this probably into like two more, but I was like, I need to get this off no. my chest because this is too much stuff. This will just be an, ex- um, like
1: an extra long episode. That's okay.
0: Yeah, I went I went very crazy with this one. But thank you for... I'm so glad to dump this out of my brain and just not have to think about it anymore because that was <laughs> so much I had to research.
1: I can't believe I've never heard about this. I was
0: surprised too. I was like, I, I'm like, I haven't heard much about this within... I mean, there's other people who have like... There's YouTube videos and there's like... A couple of podcasts, but like of the mainstreamy kind of stuff that we both listened to or were aware of, there hadn't really been something that was substantial about it. I was surprised.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Right. I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I <sighs> like, yeah. The adrenaline was like there, and now I'm.
0: Now I'm like, deflated. Oh. Yes. Anyway, that's my tab. If you want to, uh, I know you said you wanted to do a shorter one just because I had said that I would probably go over on this yes. one. I apologize. But
1: yeah, I've got a short little one. My tab is, or I mean, very different, extremely different. Sure. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard of the alphabet?
0: Um, it, Which one? Any of them. <laughs> Any of them? Yes, I've heard. Of, I'm familiar with the concept.
1: That's what I'm talking about today. <laughs> The alphabet. So I, so the original tab um, was this, was this thing from Mental Floss about these 10 letters that used to exist in the English alphabet that we just ditched along the way. So yeah, it used to be like, oh yeah. Um, 36 letters in the alphabet altogether. Well, Well, give and take. I'll I'll tell you. Okay.
0: Um,
1: Sorry, I gotta take a deep breath after that damn story. (laughs)
0: Sorry. <laughs>
1: damn.
0: Damn.
1: <laughs> okay, that was damn rough. Get it? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just please put me in the ground. I'm tired.
0: Uh we can bury you in the ground oh, and I'm- then have a bunch of water flow over it.
1: Oh. That'd be beautiful. Um Yeah. So yeah, so in the beginning of alphabets um this goes all the way back to uh proto it's like 2000 bc when we first start to see like an actual alphabet emerge before that it was like hieroglyphics and like um the phoenician script uh Mm -hmm. so more picture based but uh like ancient ancient jewish people moved to egypt Mm -hmm. by force or because they wanted to work there and they were like what the heck is this hieroglyphic stuff this is so complicated Mm -hmm. If we're gonna yeah. make, if we're gonna work here, we have to make this better. And so they pretty much yeah. simplified hieroglyphics into like what they call a proto cyanide Sinaitic. They they pretty much simplified the hieroglyphics to make it work because they were like, This is stupid. And <laughs> they were like this takes so much time and I'm sick of it. So It's uh, not efficient. It, no not at all. Because it was like Egyptians would like it was like an art form almost, you know, like Yeah. We're going to make this picture that's also a story and anyway so after that throughout the years I'm just going to kind of glaze over this because this is not what I wanted to talk about but we do need some background okay. on it
0: okay yeah yeah
1: yeah so it then it changes to um archaic Greek and uh that's in like 750 BC so this was like 1500 years of this this alphabet that the the ancient Jews created um and this is when the letter Y starts appearing. What looks like the letter Y. So there wasn't why? a letter Y. I Y. Well, here's the crazy thing. So I have this chart. I'll post it. But these okay. original, the original proto-Semitic uh, letters are incredible. Mm-hmm. Like the letter A used to be like um, a bull with horns. And slowly over time, really? it just t- flipped over. And that's why you have those two points on the A. They were
0: horns oh. on the bull. Yeah. Also, it's kind of funny that they did a bull with horns after like ragging on the Egyptians for having, <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> be like your stuff's too picture based. So we need to have a bull with horns because that's well, clearly took, more of a letter. They
1: took the original one and were like, "We're just going to keep the bull." So, <laughs> and all of these are very, very similar. So you, y- you can see the H. The original H looks like kind of like a gate or a fence because oh. um, the Semitic word for fence or gate started with an H. The H sound so they were they were going based on that so over the years then it it switched to you know the ancient Greek um, and then it went to archaic Latin and this is where you start seeing a few more letters and then they also dropped some of the Greek letters because they were like these don't make sense then we go to the Roman alphabet and this is in the first century so okay kind of the height of the Roman Empire and this is mostly what we have today so the alphabet we have today has kind of not really changed in a thousand or two thousand years too much yeah. so it only had 23 letters and this is where y and z kind of start to get all weird they add z and then the y do you remember the original y that was up there they're like yeah it starts looking like a v and so that becomes a v
0: <laughs> oh okay was <laughs> yeah, the yeah. v sound there
1: yes that's how they pronounced it okay it, was, it looked like a y okay. but it was pronounced like a v um linguists Bear with me. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I'm near into it.
1: Then we go to the modern Latin script. And that is they add the J, the Y becomes three other letters U, V, W.
0: Okay.
1: And U-V-W. it looks. Okay. And th- this is around the same time. So now here's where it gets closer to where I wanted to talk about. We, we hop the channel mm-hmm. from. The continental europe to england we're back surprised england <laughs> i don't know anything about this place um <laughs> and at this time england was called something along the lines of britannia britannia britanni Pradine, very all these different celtic words that ended up sounding like okay. britannia or britain and the romans invade and they occupy england for like 400 500 years and mm-hmm. so they bring their alphabet with them. And um, OK.
0: Oh, OK, interesting. Right. So then that's where it starts to merge.
1: After the Romans leave, this is so simplified after the Romans leave in the 400s. Uh, mm-hmm. Anglo-Saxons who are Germanic from the mainland have started to move into England and start take over and they have their own runic alphabet. So two alphabets. We got runes from the Germanic people and we've got the Latin alphabet and they're merging
0: how is anyone even talking to each other at this point <laughs> like
1: no one's how is anyone
0: communicating <laughs>
1: i yeah. mean i, I guess that's
0: true right like only... well they
1: kind of have this weird blend so it's interesting to go because yeah. you can you can see them use both alphabets in one singular document um because of the blending of the cultures and uh-huh. at this point in 400 a.d yeah they show up um and these anglo-saxons are like celts get away from me. And they start pushing all uh-huh. the Celts into Wales and Cornwall and Scotland, which is where they remain today. So their alphabet was called Futhork.
0: The, <laughs> I like the Celtic that word. alphabet was called Futhork?
1: No, the, uh sorry, I'm hopping all around. The Germanic, no, 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 Anglo-Saxon. I, I'm
0: just, that one's called, okay.
1: Futhork. The Celtic Celts didn't really write things down, and if they okay. did, they don't—they don't survive. You know how much history I'm not talking about right now, and I'm—it is taking Do it. everything in me. No, this will go can on go from on some to- tangents if you need. All right, I might. Okay, so this Futhork runic alphabet. Mm-hmm. Over the next five hundred years, Latin and Futhork start to kind of merge, and uh, they're attracted
0: to each other. They're
1: attracted, but no one <laughs> really fall knows. In love. They <laughs> They run away. Uh, they They're, defy oh, their okay. parents. Oh, it's a for.
0: It's forbidden.
1: <laughs> they defy their parents and they leave and yeah. they commit suicide together. Nope. Um, uh, why is it always death with me,
0: man? Where are they buried? Where are those languages buried, Hannah? That's what I want to know. <laughs> where? Where are their graves? Dig them
1: up. Okay. <laughs> um. So, Futhork and Latin start to combine, and no one really knows why or how or how they combine, but they did to to end up now we're in 1000 AD and okay. the latin alphabet has won out so we've got all the latin stuff but there were these leftover letters from the from the futhark alphabet that were just included because they had made sounds that latin didn't really have letters for um
0: they're like so now, why not just hold on to it
1: well yeah but so now we have these 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 like 10 or so letters that uh were in the alphabet and then slowly kind of faded because of the printing press and movable type.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay. Interesting. So,
1: these letters existed in writing, but when movable type came over from Belgium, they were like, we don't have that letter. And so that's when they kind of started dropping it and, and just using using Latin <laughs> literally, ones. <laughs>
0: literally the language changes just because... Yes. <laughs> that's crazy. That's Logistics.
1: crazy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so the first letter I'm going to talk about is F. And F? it sounds like you're saying S, but with a lisp. F.
0: With a lisp. Okay, F.
1: And it is like a D with a little line through the, the, the stick part of the D. <laughs> I'm okay. a linguist. I got you.
0: And no, no, the- I got, it's like a cross with like a half circle on it.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And they don't really know where this came from. They think it was a modified Roman letter or modified from Irish writing, that old Ogham script, but no one really knows. And it it was also used, sometimes they would use it for the shorthand, for the word the. So, okay. if you see it sometimes, it just stands for the word the.
0: The. <laughs> um, I mean, if it's F.
1: And it's a, F. it's a harder T-H, yeah. So it's not like a th. It's like a th. Uh, the. Th? Th. Th. Th- uh, yeah th- th- this has turned into an TH. ASMR podcast yeah. th-
2: th- so this th-
1: letter <laughs> it's disgusting why, is I so, why am I so <laughs> grossed out by that that gave me the heebie jeebies don't subscribe
0: to my ASMR <laughs> YouTube channel you're not invited
1: <laughs> fine yeah. oh, I will only subscribe if you eat crab legs like that one lady have you watched her?
0: That someone eats... No, I don't actually watch ASMR videos. I don't but.
1: watch it either, but it, the internet gives it to me.
0: Right. Crab anyway, links? So I watch
1: some lady just slurping meat
0: out of crab legs. Ew!
1: <laughs> it's horrible. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get ASMR. I don't get the little I don't want to hear people eat,
0: ever. Oh, I don't want to hear people eat, ever, ever. It enrages ever, me ever.
1: to the point of, like, I want to commit a crime. Oh, you got that too, yes. huh?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Big time.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so... F, we have F, which is like F, a D with a right. line. F is a weird one because it quickly dies out once the, this other letter called thorn is also thorn. there. Thorn? So thorn. So thorn okay. looks like a P but if the, so that the line of the P keeps going. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it looks like a little thorn coming out
0: of a line. So it's like a, it's like a D where like the roots grow out and then the top part of it grows as well.
1: Yes. <laughs> It's like a lowercase this p. This is a fun
0: game. I like doing this. It's, it's trying a lowercase p, letters.
1: but the roots keep going. Yeah. Um, so this letter also made the sound f. <laughs> so f. It, why were,
0: would you have two of them that made the same sound? Right.
1: So yeah, they, redundant. That's why they were like, "Where did originally?" Sounds like f. the
0: Belgians were like, "Yeah, no, this is actually like not <laughs> so as efficient." Like, they were like, "You guys, they were, are they were consultants." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is funny because. The Futhark alphabet originally came from around that region in the Germanic area, not Belgium, but anyway. Sure. Uh, so, thorn is the oldest one. So, this has been around. This is one of the oldest um, letters of the the Futhark alphabet, and uh, mm-hmm. also the English uh, this English alphabet. So, it was it uh it actually ended up winning out. So, it was like, get out of here, F. I'm F now. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm I'm the F now, um, so this letter stuck out, stuck around longer than most of the old English ones. We got rid of this one last, um, and this was when movable type came. And so instead, they were like, it's, makes it makes an S now sound. So now we're just going to use TH, and so that's where that's the sound TH comes from. It used to be its own letter. Over the years, thorn had started to look a lot like the letter Y through all the different script changes, and that's a whole different thing. And so the movable type people are like, this is stupid. It looks like a Y. It looks like a P. We're not going to do this. Um, But here's a fun fact about Thorn is that have you ever seen things named like Ye Old Shop or like
0: Ye Yeah, yeah, with the PPE.
1: Yeah, but the Ye part. So that's Thorn. It was supposed to be The old Shop. Because oh! that, right, that Y.
0: Oh my God, mind blown.
1: I know. That Y um, was originally the, the P that got mo- turned and morphed into this like weird cursive Y.
0: Oh my Moveable God. Movable
1: type came around. That's where, like, why it's this ye looks, old
0: shop. Yes,
1: <gasps> it's supposed to be the old shop. <laughs> I know. And, and so when movable type came, they were like, this kind of looks like that letter. So they put a Y there
0: my god
1: I know right
0: <laughs> and that's this so is
1: why strange when the King James Bible was translated it's full of ye when it should just be have, have the I know you love oh the Bible god. I know yeah I so there's a lot of it that's like yeah so
0: ye as like a phrase isn't even like a thing really it, it just was like a
1: if it's about a it person. it is also so like yeah uh hear ye hear ye that's that's like hear you, you hear the hear. Hear the. no but like
0: like hear in the, the bible
1: the. in the bible where a verse starts with ye it's supposed to be the holy crap i know it like changes everything that's so bizarre
0: yeah language literally changes yeah because of belgian typesetters who did not want to <laughs> who were like we're anything.
1: not doing this
0: um yeah.
1: so that's thorn i love thorn uh And Icelandic still uses thorn. It's the only language today still around that uses thorn regularly. Um, So the next one is win. And win. This this one also kind of looks like a P. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Like a cursive P. I'm
0: starting to understand like, you know, the Belgians. I feel like, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
1: But the serifs are kind of slanted. Anyway, this is the W sound so latin there was no w sound and when they wanted to make the w sound they would just put two u's next to each other which ended up okay. becoming the w merging U.
0: together yeah
1: uh which is like in spanish w is w and most languages it ends up being I mean, it's just... literally
0: the word is literally w
1: yep. <laughs> w
0: or i mean the letter is referred to as yeah. w yes that makes um, sense
1: so before that combined there was win and win it makes the long oo sound. So, yeah, it just ended up winning out because it looks like a p. The double the w ends up beating it because it just looked too much like a p. Um, okay, here's the here's the next one, number four, yoch.
0: Yeah, yoch, 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 uh, and it's yach. it it, yach. it
1: eventually becomes the gh sound. Uh, yeah, I
0: was gonna say yoch. That sounds like when I write farce English. F- Farsi like English. Farce, farce English is like when you write Farsi out in English characters, like when I'm texting like
1: oh, my mom or something. So and you use GH.
0: We use GH for like a gh and then a KH oh. for like a gh
1: Oh, interesting. Because yeah, it's very similar to this. That ghe, that like guttural kind of back of the throat. um sound. But, and it survives in a lot of language. I'm going to go down my Celtic wormhole.
0: Um No, yeah. I, I was actually going to ask, too. It's like, it's that I don't hear that sound is always confusing for people when they speak English. Like, I'm sorry, when they're yeah. like English speakers, when they're trying to read stuff that has like GH or the KH.
1: It's a hard. We don't really have it in English. Um But it's still like, but you're
0: saying it did used to exist within the sort of yeah. Uh, Old on English, the it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Old, Old English, English had, it.
1: had this. And so I mean I know I well I don't speak it very well anymore but I used to speak Welsh pretty fu- fluently and there mm-hmm. the word for red for example is goch or or koch. goch goch or coch yeah uh, and so that sound goch. is in Welsh that sound is in Scottish yes yeah, it's it. fun it. fact and in,
0: in Farsi goch which uh, the goch means means like shit <laughs>
1: Are you serious? Goh.
0: Yeah, goh. Whoa, but no, goh. no red. Just the G O H would be.
1: <laughs> Go. <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah, but a I could just be like, goch. Yeah. Goch. Anyway, goch is red.
1: Yes, it's red, and and there, it's in Scottish where you see the word for lo- loch, like a, a lake, like Loch Ness.
0: Oh, like uh, Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Is it supposed to be Loch Ness though?
1: It's Loch Ness, yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. I didn't know that Loch yeah. Ness.
1: Yes. So in Celtic languages this this um this yoch still exists a lot. Uh but in English because English has changed so much, um it became yeah. gh. But oh, also yoch looks like a 3.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, it looks like the the number 3. Um So it would
0: just be like... And this
1: one uh yoch shows up in the Middle Ages, the Middle English period, sorry, not Middle Ages, the 1400s, which is weirdly relatively late. Um, hmm. And then they ditched it because of course the typists and printers were like, this is a three. We're not printing mm-hmm. this. And are you doing this? G H. But then if you look back at Middle English, the word for night, it used to be pronounced nick nick nicket. Nick. Nick. Uh, so the G H so I'm not pronouncing been, that right. It would have been
0: the three. So it would have been, been the three. So,
1: yes. That would but that would have been the word for night. Or, so the G uh, H
0: in night needs to be a a ch- 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 sound, not yes. a not but, like a silent like night like N I right. G H T, right? And it became
1: silent it's a, because that's just how English evolved. So and
0: oh, it's so weird. Yeah. I've always wondered that because I was like, this doesn't make sense. Because again, like when I write out the first English, it's like we always do the G H and K-H. That's not official, by the way. That's just sort of like. Its own thing that's developed when you try and translate um, a non-English, or sorry, a non-like Western alphabetic language into English.
1: Right, you kind of have to fudge it a little bit sometimes. We're like, this yeah, is kind of close, but
0: yeah, um, but no, because to me, I would read like "night" as like "nacht." Night.
1: Yeah. that's how it makes it much
0: more sense to closer me.
1: Closer to being pronounced that way. So in Old oh, English so and Middle English, they would well the same with the word "house," H O U S doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense it used to be pronounced who's uh, to say yeah yeah like uh who's like housewife used to be like who swift or Huswife. something who's <laughs> swift some interesting i can't remember i'm don't quote me on that. your hair
0: has taken up too much <laughs> of the drain
1: <laughs> you're bringing the hair into this again <laughs> i'm guilty of that my hair is all over the place um Anyway, Minus so, two,
0: but for different reasons So
1: this GH it's used to thinning. be Oh Just migrating down Yeah,
0: it's migrating <laughs> down to my back, that's what I always say
1: <laughs> It's gotta go somewhere um,
0: Gotta go somewhere
1: So, anyway, this was also called The insular G uh, and Which is a softer G Like Z so uh, Like Z Yeah um, uh, Anyway, they ditched it because it looks like a three uh, The next one is ash and this one you see still it's that combined a and e that kind of make one little yes. letter that's ash yeah, 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 yeah. and it's also what ash. elon musk named his kid that letter
0: ash is that what it's mm-hmm. supposed to be
1: yeah so they call him ash but it's spelled with the the ash letter um and so we still see it in words like ether or uh people want to pronounce it into the ether, but it's actually just Ether, ether or a- a- ether should be ash. it should be ether a- it because it's like <laughs> the A is like uh, ash uh. yeah uh. Anyway, ash. the next one is so similar. really what it should have
0: been is is the AE and also the weird P which is the TH sound right Y right <laughs> so it would have been like AE and then what was it called again the thorn. sound the thorn so it would have been ash and thorn next to each other oh. Is that right? I don't know. Is that, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to apply the knowledge that you've given me. It sounds like that's what you would have had.
1: Sorry. Can you say that from the beginning?
0: <laughs> ash, right? The letter yeah. ash, which the letter is the ash. A-E. Yeah. And then, so if you're reading it as ether. Oh, You ether. would have had the T-H sound, right? <gasps> yeah. Yes, so you, you would have had ash and then you would have had y- the Y, whatever. The Y like or the he. the, the yeah. thorn. Whatever it was called. The thorn. Yeah. yeah. So it would have been ash and thorn next to each other. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to apply it.
1: No, that's actually true. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Yeah. Please give me a thumbs up.
1: Um, Good job.
0: (laughs) You're paying attention. Yay! Of course I am. No, no, no. Me, not you. I'm saying that's that's me being like I'm paying attention. Yay!
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm all over the place. Uh, Cut all that. Um, So the next the next one is (laughs) Ethel, and Ethel Ethel is Ethel Merman. What's his name? Sam. Sam <laughs>
0: How did he feel about all this? That's what I want to know.
1: Oh, you know, nothing. He probably didn't feel anything.
0: He wasn't born yet. Sorry, Sam.
1: Sam Whirl. The next one is Aethel. Sam Whirl, Aethel. and it's it's an English man who hates poor people. Uh so, so Ethel. Ethel. And this one you've also seen. It's the O and the E that are squished together. Yes. Uh, and this one you see in words like subpoena, uh,
0: yeah, 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 stuff yeah, yeah. like
1: that, and especially in British English, they've kept this one around a lot longer than American English. Like when we started, we moved over here, and wh- how we spell, we dropped a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, in England, in England, encyclopedia and pedophile are both. I guess pedophile is the same in <laughs> in ours too. That pedophile has the has the ash in it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Elon Musk's favorite things to talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pedophiles. Um Pedophiles. And so, sorry, back to Ethel. Um and it makes an OI sound, which
0: Oi, oi, oi. Which was That's weird very punk t- rock.
1: I know. <laughs> uh, which was replaced by the just OI once, you know, the typesetters were like, no. Yeah. Um, no. But a weird little thing is interesting because in Welsh, um, um the oi sound is spelled O E. So okay. I was always weirded out like why does this make that sound and now i know uh we're getting through this okay ready we're we're almost done
0: no no i'm loving it i'm i'm trying to even apply, me too. apply it
1: um so ethel and ash we still kind of have around now this one next one is really interesting to me uh okay. it's the long s and it long s this makes no sense so try to follow but if you don't that's okay,
0: okay. so
1: the long s Looks like a lowercase cursive F. So if you oh, ever man, that look was at- the
0: hardest one. <laughs> it's like what? F.
1: Oh, I know. Just
0: no, I'm trying to remember. That was, no, that is the. It's like the two loops, right?
1: Uh, if if you're going by like the American system never of writing, I had
0: to think about how I I used to. I, if I take out a piece of paper, I could do it, but I don't even remember. It's like a
1: slanted T with like a little it's little so guys on the memory. end. It's so muscle memory. I know. Yeah so it looks like a super muscle memory like a slanted like a a sideways kind of s with a little line through the middle so it kind of looks like an F. and the long s they would use it next to the normal s it had all these little rules where it was like the long s could be in a sentence with the bigger the normal s but only if it was at the end of the word and only if it wasn't at the beginning of the word so the little the long s could never be at the beginning of the word yeah. Which is why they were like, we're Listen, getting rid of this for sure. English love their rules. <laughs> no, they, and As long as they can be the ones to make the rules, yeah. Of course. Um, but if you look at the Bill of Rights, which I know you do every day, you wake up every morning and you every, read it, right? I was just reading it
0: earlier right now, actually, before well, we got on the call. Well, it
1: says Congress at the top, and it's spelled C-O-N-G-R-E-S, long S, because it's at the end of a word. So they actually like included that in the Bill of Rights. And so is this
0: supposed to be like Congress, like a no. snake or something? What's the deal?
1: I have long ass confuses me. I
0: yeah.
1: uh, I couldn't figure it out, but it's still used in calculus. So did you ever take okay. calculus?
0: No, I'm dumb.
1: I, me too. <laughs> I thought we established this. At, well, because you were you also failed art math geometry. So have you ever read any of Shakespeare's original folios?
0: Like, no, I don't even know what his folios are. I mean, like, I've read the plays his and
1: plays shit, like, So in his actual... Is that in the like fancy the old,
0: word for the play? Is that what folio is? is it, like a it, it wasn't like a play? book.
1: It was just a folio. You know, folios, you're like, got like a file, I think. I don't
0: know. Portfolio.
1: Like, it's just pieces of paper all collected. Yeah, did, did Shakespeare um,
0: ever show up to my table and be like, can you look at my portfolio and like give me feedback <laughs> and let me know if it's... And we say, this doesn't make sense. Shot,
1: you're talking yeah. in old, old, dumb English i just kidding. I love Shakespeare long so S. much. Long, yeah. What is this F? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Congress.
0: This F doesn't make sense. Congress. Congress.
1: <laughs> Congress. Um,
0: Congresswoman. Congress Congresswoman.
1: <laughs> Congresswoman Hillum. No, uh, I would never. So the long S in Shakespeare, you see it all the time. So when I was for, I like in high school, I was really into Shakespeare. That's so good. Different story for a different day. I like I how you're being embarrassed
0: like, by that, but like I'm like that's a good that means I'm you were not. smart. That that means no. that's a smart thing to have had.
1: All the math stuff I didn't understand made up for it yeah. in the way that I could weirdly naturally understand Shakespeare without having to be told, which is a superpower. That's awesome in English class, yeah. and that's the only that's the only time. Anyway, I wanted to be a Shakespearean actor, so I would read these original folios, and I was like, what the heck are these Fs? And didn't understand yeah. it at all. Uh and so anyway, that's my experience with the long S. Uh long S. Now the next one is ang. And eng. Eng is just the NG sound that comes at the end of okay. words. So if you think about it, NG at the end of words doesn't make sense to have as like a I mean it, it does, thinking. but like thinking. It's just a strange I-N-G It's like it's it's its own sound. Eng. And, and, uh, and so this one was easy to get rid of because they were like, because the original letter was like um, an N with like a curved backward tail coming off of both ends. Weird. And they were like, easy, just replace it with NG. N-G.
0: Um, it's funny because that, what that makes me think of is like Vietnamese, because they'll have the yeah. NG for so many names at the beginning of it.
1: Right. And they're not, not pronounced at, the at all like an N or G yeah. G. They're pronounced, isn't it like Win? Yeah. Like well, people N- will be
0: like, Naguyin, and you're like, it's like that's it's not win. how it goes at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like, Somehow it's win. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm saving the my favorite for last, which is the ampersand. Okay. The ampersand was once a letter, and it was part of the alphabet. And it started out as another letter called the Tyronean et, which is the Latin word for And which is an E and a that T. That sounds
0: awesome. The Tyronean yeah. what?
1: Et? Et? I think it's that pronounced That sounds et. like
0: an amazing name for like a bar or something.
1: Yeah, it does. In like 1500. Yeah. <laughs> or in like Game of Thrones. You go in there and or, like- Or
0: I was going to say Lord of the Rings. It's like where Mary and yeah. and Sam and all of them go to drink.
1: <laughs> that you're right. Fan fiction time. That's what I'm writing.
0: Yeah. The Tyronean-
1: The ter- Tyronean like the... et.
0: I think it's cuz it sounds like the Taharian et. There it is. <laughs> sounds most like my there name. It is. The Taharian et will be the name of my bar. <laughs>
1: That's actually pretty clever. Um so the et looks like um like an upside down and backwards cursive L. Uh, and it just okay. right. it just meant and, it just meant and in Latin. So the ampersand came out of that. So if you look at the ampersand Early ampersand, it looks like an E and a T. And it's, you know, the ones where it's like, um, I'll just put a picture. You, the ampersands that look a lot like an E, an E, a cursive E.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of the T. I usually think of it as like a three with like a line through it almost. The,
1: the line is the top of the T. So it's okay. E into the T. Et. Right, uh, right, okay. And the reason it's called an ampersand is because it came at the end of the alphabet. So we would use it it would come after Z and the okay. name itself comes from and per se and which translates to and and wait sorry and per se and so after Z comes and um which just means like and in and of itself or and standing in and on of itself its own. yeah yeah okay so it'd be like X so Y bizarre. Z X Y Z and per se and um and that blew my Love mind. It. I was like, "That's yeah. the dumbest name." <laughs> 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 Let's just say and. But
0: I'm don't. I'm gonna have to go back after we record this episode, and I actually like it's as I'm recording it, I'm trying my best to process it, but I will go back and listen to this because this is this it's is crazy, so right? bizarre, and I'm actually excited to see all the on screen. Stuff that we're gonna yeah. have to throw up to visualize it because it's, it's hard for me be to not see pictures of it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Alyssa. To You're gonna posts. have to have a bunch of images. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, the it's I have a little graph or little uh, picture that shows the ampersand and it's it where it started with the ET and how it slowly through different scripts the and texts it, yeah. turned into what we see today. And that's why it's just a symbol for and and it's been in the alphabet so cool. before. So school kids would learn ampersand in school when learning the and that alphabet.
0: Was the, and that was the last letter of the alphabet. Yeah. This, listen, this yeah. new information that you've provided ruins the entire now I know my ABCs. All right. It's oh, yeah. all thrown into question. Somebody needs to write a new version of this.
1: Ash, Ether. <laughs> uh, ash, how does the ABC, ABC, Ash, Ether, Thorn. <laughs>
0: W-X-Y-Z Win, Ampersand
1: Y Z z <laughs> Ampersand
0: Z and Ampersand Now I know don't my Yach-B-C's yach cs yach, <laughs> yach, 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 With bulls <laughs>
1: uh, So that is why That is why we have such crazy sounds in English That don't make sense when they're spelled Because they used to be separate letters and
0: that's awesome.
1: Wake more sense. And English has, in, it, in itself is just the, one of the most crazy languages because it all depended on who invaded England when and what they brought with yeah. them and what they mixed into it. So because they were also invaded later by the Danes. So we get a bunch of Danish crap in there. And uh, there was always the Celtic people trying to invade them. And then the, the, the Normans, the French came in. And sure, yeah. in 1066 and William the Conqueror was like we're only speaking French in court anyway so the English language is crazy and it's a big mishmash of a bunch of stuff
0: and super cool though
1: that is my tab
0: I love it you are my what was it nicht in shining armor <laughs> <laughs> nicht coming to my rescue to explain to me how the English language makes no sense my nicht in shining armor
1: one little fun fact is that somebody was like you don't know how to pronounce kamehameha in the last episode and i was mm-hmm. like but wait i read the phonetic alphabet thing the, the like the ipa the international phonetic alphabet
0: ipa is what turns are you a out, middle-aged uh, man making it. beers
1: <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that uh, uh but turns out i don't know how to read ipa and so um sorry and that's what got me going on this is because i was trying to figure it all out so
0: so thank you guys for your feedback it led to us having an interesting uh tab as a result of it actually
1: i know i love the feedback even though i get defensive
0: (laughs) no it's the thing is is like the feedback is cool when you have like a if you're like here's because what we want to do is learn so if you're like here like you said like here's the thing that helped you learn like this tab that came from it like that's cool when you're just like no you guys are dickheads you're like i don't know what to do with that
1: i'm gonna keep (laughs) pronouncing it like a californian (laughs) would.
0: So did you figure so how are you supposed to pronounce it? Did you figure it out or you uh, I was kinda
1: it? close. It's called Meha Meha. Yeah. Okay. Um People are gonna love the next episode, the like I even Butcher More Hawaiian, but that's okay. Um
0: Oh right, because we we've recorded. We that went in, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah that's my Tash tab. This
1: was an intense episode.
0: Yeah. That was super cool though. I loved it.
1: Yeah. Should we um should we do the flush should... or the
0: Yes. Oh no, this one now. So we decided last episode that this is gonna actually be the dam, the water. The because the last breaking. time, yeah, last time was the plane crash. This is where the dam breaks. Okay. Uh, mine, like I said, I had to open this up on my desktop. I have, I probably have at least twenty tabs open because of this. So <laughs> I'm very excited to close this one.
1: <laughs> All right, you want to count window. off?
0: Okay, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Close. Beautiful. That was scary. Yeah, gone. Yeah. You're free. It's gone for. It's been washed away with in, in time.
1: With barbed wire.
0: <laughs> Covered in barbed wire and on fire. Oh, so horrific. <laughs> I'm actually glad that yours was lighter because I was like, uh, oh, I don't I feel did bad on now purpose. anymore. <laughs> yes.
1: There's no human I've been death
0: toll. <laughs> dark space for the pesk week or two <laughs> learning about all this crap. Uh, uh, anyway, we've gone super over. Let's quickly get to our um, listener emails. Listener. The first listener email, this submission is from Jim, who, unfortunately, we don't know where Jim is from, but let's just say he's from someplace far away. He's from the ether. That will do. He's from the ether. Ether. Come on. Ether. Aether. Jim writes, dear 500 open tabs among my friends, I'm the guy with the most powerful, quote unquote, Google foo. So I often end up searching for hours on end for a song that they can only hum, a movie they saw as a little kid, that sort of thing. My girlfriend a while back was searching for a VHS she saw in elementary school of a woman throwing a cake off of a roof to quote, demonstrate gravity. Apparently the class went nuts. All I had to go on was, it had something to do with teaching gravity. The cake was blue. On a different tape, she drove a VW Bug. (laughs) Whoa yep and so sure enough he finds the clip which Jim has included and the scene in question is at about five minutes and I'm releasing this tab because I know if I really have to I can find it again Good luck and Godspeed with the new bod- podcast Jim
1: oh, we get to watch um, the video
0: you get to watch the video there's an it's it's if you want to click on the link I think it makes you watch an ad but it delivers it's yeah a cake being thrown off of like a garage like in front oh, of a yeah. beach or like not a garage <laughs> like an like a structure like next to a <laughs> beach which just this flat.
1: Like the exploding whales, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a bunch of those. Um,
0: yes, a, a bunch of its <laughs> ruins and insides all come out. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jim, for the exploding cake. Yeah. It was really exciting. Also, we know who to reach out to if we can't find a thing that we're looking for.
1: Jim, do you ever like frequent the Reddit the r slash tip of the tongue? You'd be good at it. Tip of the tongue. It's people being like, "Here's all I know about this memory. Someone help me figure it oh, out." Oh, okay. It's on the tip of the tongue. That. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so my my middle listener mail is from Penny from Bremerton. And Penny says for two years I've kept it t two years. For two years I've kept a tab open for Polish pottery.
0: Amateur. Those are rookie <laughs> numbers.
1: <laughs> so Penny with the Polish pottery. Um say I've that five a- times fast. Penny pol- pot yeah. Uh kept a Penny tab with open. the Polish pottery. <laughs> um I've kept a tab open for Polish pottery. I once randomly came across a picture of a Polish bowl with a traditional folk pattern I loved. So I looked up other Polish patterns and did some research to see if I could buy any Polish pottery dishes. They were expensive, so I never actually bought any of them. (laughs) But in the meantime, I learned about the village of, uh uh-oh, Bolesławiech in Poland.
0: Bolesławiech, okay.
1: Where the minerals in the clay make stronger, more durable pottery. So maybe someday I'll revisit the tab and buy a bowl. So I can't delete it. Or I'll definitely forget about it. <laughs> Penny.
0: <laughs> uh, it sounds like immediately I keep thinking of like New York pizza where it's like if they make this bowl outside of this place, it doesn't quite <laughs> exactly. taste like the same. But if they make the it champagne. here, the materials are a little bit cheaper. Yeah, um, that's cool. Um, I looked at these I'm Polish pottery. Excited. They're beautiful. I was going to say, can you, s- are you able to send me any of the pictures? Yeah, I can. They're gorgeous. Maybe we can oh, throw uh, it up right on the now, screen to look I'm at not, it. Not, I'm not going to me just let me just right look. You don't have them right now, but we're going to put no. them up on the screen so you guys can look at yeah. them. Uh, I'm excited to look into those. Um, anyway, uh, if you guys have a tab that you've closed uh, because you're listening to this podcast and you're a fan of it, please let us know. We'd love, love, love to hear about it. You can email us 500 tabs at com. That's 500 tabs at com. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Give us like a l- quick little recap, like what the tab was about. Also, let us know where you're from because we do love hearing that. And also, most importantly, include the link. And if it's fun and we like it, we'll we'll discuss it on the podcast.
1: Yes, please. Please send things in.
0: Yes, we love. We mentioned this on the last episode, but we do, we do like hearing about it. Yeah. We do like the randomness because it's also fun because you guys give us stuff that we never even would have yeah. thought of like looking into. And it can like be something as
1: simple as like, yeah, I found a video and I watched this video and here's the video.
0: Yeah, anyway. you could help somebody else unlock some core memory from their childhood that they didn't even know. I'm interested to see if that actually happens with this one. Maybe there's a bunch of kids who had also watched the cake splattering video. They're gonna yeah. be like, oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I can't wait to watch science it. science videos are cool.
0: Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun.
1: Uh, we'll be going to be at Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, uh, February 29th mm-hmm. through the third
0: March 3rd. Yeah.
1: Uh, and we'll have we'll be sharing a table, so you can come say hi. Um, we have art, lots of good stuff.
0: <laughs> we'll have books, prints. Hannah's got custom cat drawings that she'll be doing. I'll, I'll draw have your books. pet cat. Hannah will draw your pet cat. They're huge. Come early, come quickly, because they yeah, they my get wrist crazy dies halfway fast.
1: through.
0: Yeah, wrist dies halfway through. There's always a big crowd. They're all there to <laughs> get your cat drawings. It's great. Um anyway, um well, I will also be there. I don't have cat I can try and draw you a cat, it won't be as good as Hannah's. It's fun but,
1: to watch. Know,
0: if you want to see a terrible cat drawing, I guess I can commission those as he well. He draws mothmen. I draw mothmen, I draw penguins with cool goggles, I draw snowmen, I draw all kinds of snow people, I should say.
1: Mostly men. Uh, interesting.
0: <clears throat> interesting. Wow. <laughs> My <laughs> this topic I just learned about yesterday. <laughs> Your silence on this topic I learned about yesterday is deafening. <laughs> Uh, of course, anyway. come see us there If you want to know, so we have a discord now And like an old person, it took me a while To figure out that I can have a permanent link So the permanent link is actually up on Yay! our YouTube channel and it's <laughs> up on our socials So join us on discord, people have been sharing Memes and random fun facts It's really fun um, Please join that uh, Subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends Enemies, your therapist, Your, mm-hmm. who else Their- did we say, we always say
1: I don't know, your estranged mom. You're psychic, psychic, oh, that's you're what Your estranged
0: mom. This is perfect. You can reach out to your estranged mom and let her know. Mend, Be like, mom, I know we haven't gotten along.
1: Mend the past.
0: With a podcast. With oh, this. that's a good mend the past with a with podcast. podcast.
1: <laughs> Polish Pottery Podcast Penny. Anyway, Polish
0: Pottery Podcast Penny. We're at, at five hundred uh, open sponsor tabs, links, rate it. Yes, five hundred open tabs on everything. I'm at copetarian on Twitter at Permafriends on Instagram
1: at Hannah Hillam on everything.
0: And yeah, that's it. So turn tune back in next time, guys. And in the meantime, stay Josie.
1: Josie.
0: <laughs> stay Josie. Stay Josie.
1: <laughs>
0: Bye.